is it that concerns you? Don't worry about whether it is appropriate or not. Don't pass judgment on it. Whatever it is that is genuinely drawing concern from you, let that sense of concern come to the surface of your mind. And let it expand if it's not universal from a personal individual to a universal sense, either through sympathy, empathizing for those who have the same personal concerns, and let that grow and expand to those who have any concerns whatsoever. And in that sense, Hold everyone in your heart of concern where you are included. And know that what you are doing right now is a way of directly and ultimately address this concern. If the sense of concern comes through through economics, whether it is social, even if it is romantic. Just focus on the concern and make that universal, all-embracing, embracing all concerns whatsoever. And be aware of the compassion that is connected to it, the love that is connected to it. starting from a point of either just wanting happiness for yourself, wanting to distance yourself from a present difficulty, and you expand that to a concern for all, for happiness for all, a wish to remove difficulties for all. and keep connecting it to you are addressing that concern right now with exactly what you are doing. And let this concern, this compassion, this love, feel it as a moving power, able to move your mind able to move your actions and let the action that it is moving be this very meditation and let the place where it moves the mind to is into meditative state so have a sense of not grasping not rejecting, but staying in the middle, allowing the very answer you seek, the very answer to your concern, allowing it 
to rise to the surface of awareness. And holding on to your concern, to your motivation, in a very relaxed way, be aware of your immediate surroundings. Almost as if you are asking for your immediate surrounding for cooperation. Let the sense of the importance, the significance of what you're doing be felt by your immediate surroundings so that the elements within your immediate surroundings lend their cooperation. And no matter what your senses are picking up, see if you can pick up the underlying tranquility that is always present, that is also there. And let that be almost your stream and enter into it. And let that stream take you to deeper levels of tranquility, clearer levels of awareness, Let that tranquility infuse your body and mind. Feel that tranquility in the legs, stabilizing the legs, making the legs conducive to enter into a meditative state. Feel the legs entering into what may be termed physical tranquility the tranquility for the legs. Then bring your attention to the arms and hands and allow the tranquility to permeate the arms and hands and experience the stability, stabilizing effect of the tranquility in connection with the arms, the hands, and allow your intuition to guide you. Perhaps you need to move your arms this way or that way so it can be connected strongly to that tranquility. And continue to maintain awareness of the tranquility that you are palpably experiencing in the body itself. Then the torso, and be aware of the sense of physical confidence that comes from the body itself. Then center your head and neck. Let the mouth, teeth, tongue rest in their natural places. Let your intuition guide you as to how best to place the eyes, whether to close them or have them opened or 
hath opened. And feel the tranquility throughout the body, experiencing it as a pleasant physical sensation and a sense of stability in the body. So anchoring your awareness on the tranquility, anchoring your awareness on the sense of stability brings on a similar a similar appearance in the mind deepen that stability that tranquility now focus bringing your awareness to the breath without any intention to control the breath Allowing yourself to be aware of the tranquility that is in the breath itself. Pleasant sensation in connection with the breath. And help bring your awareness to the part of the mind that directs so direct your attention to the breath. Don't worry about whether or not you're hearing things, you're picking up other things, whether your mind is remembering, whether other things are happening in your mind, or whether your senses are picking up other things. The main thing is, within all that, are you aware of the breath? Do you know you're breathing in? as you are breathing in? Do you know that you are breathing out as you are breathing out? And maintaining an awareness of the progress, of the depth, of the tranquility, the sense of quietude, the pleasant experience in connection to the body and breath. Experiencing a sense of stability unmovingness and let the mind take on those qualities or allow the mind to express, reflect those qualities. Now simply hold on to the intention to keep the flow of your awareness on the breath unbroken while you follow the breath for 11 cycles and also in an un very relaxed unforced way be aware of the progress of the tranquility and especially be aware of it as it is taking place in the mind while you follow 11 cycles of breath.
level of tranquility that you've reached. You're aware of how the body feels. You're aware of the breath. You're aware of the sense of quiet, the sense of ease in the mind itself. And without disturbing that, bring your attention to the space in front of you at the level of your eyebrows. And in that space, invoke the presence of your infallible guide. Thinking about the goals you seek, your ultimate spiritual goal, how you will definitely without, without a doubt, be taken, be guided to that state, and the means that will infallibly take you to that place is in front of you. in a bright presence. It may have a definite form, colors and shape. It may be a, just a sense of a presence. Or it could be the awareness of a tingling sensation at your forehead. Something, some sense appearing there, thinking of your infallible guide. So, in whatever form your infallible guide appears, know that being in the presence of this infallible guide, you will without a doubt achieve your aim. And allow yourself to sense the sense of reverence, the sense of gratitude. And in your own genuine way, express your reverence. Express your gratitude. Place yourself under the guidance being offered to you. Place yourself under the protection being offered to you. Quickly recalling the reason you are meditating now, ask your infallible guide to bless your mind, to help you become free of your obstacles.
help you gain the realizations you seek. And see the blessing filling you through a stream of rainbow-colored lights coming from the heart of your infallible guide, entering you through the crown of your head. clearing away all your obstacles as you name them and see them leaving your being and filling you with all that you need. presence of an infallible guide at the crown of your head and slowly become aware of the breath. Be aware of the physical properties of the breath, the temperature, the weight of the breath, and let that lead you to an awareness of the physical body again from your head all the way to the soles of your feet.
and uh, make yourself uh, more comfortable. to be uh, very brief. I've already taken away a half of your half hour of your meditation. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're talking. I'm talking. We're talking about the profound uh, aspect of wisdom. And I'm feeling a bit brave and I'm telling you what, what it is <laughs> because you're warned in the Bodhisattva vows not to talk about the profound, profound aspect of wisdom to just anyone. But we've, been, we've seen each other for quite some time. I guess uh, I can start talking to you about the profound aspect of wisdom. And the reason for taking precautions in not displaying, not talking about the profound aspect of wisdom to just anybody is because of the psychological impact that it will have on a person talking to you, that, you, that you're talking to. Uh, eventually, the aim of wisdom is to destroy ego. And now when you're presenting the person with uh, almost like a direct... Uh, uh, direct vision of the destruction of their ego, a natural, the natural emotional reaction will be fear, will be grasping, because that's what the ego does. That's its nature. That's its, uh, that's its habit. But this is something that uh, 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 Rinpoche uh, has uh, he That's when Rinpoche makes a verb out of patience. And he says, you have to patient it. <laughs> okay. So when you're in direct uh, view of what you believe, I don't know what you believe. Uh, when you're in direct view of about to realize the existence of your ego, you are thrown into a state prior to complete uh, non-conceptualization. And it's not something that everyone is familiar with. We are not familiar with the state of mind that is called non-conceptualization, non-conceptuality. Non now you're thrown in that, at, you're at the door of that. You're looking forward, you see nothing. You're looking backward, you see nothing. And in that moment, that's when the ego freaks out. That's when the ego looks for something to grab onto and it cannot find something and the ego gets terrified. And this is what you have to patient. You have to patient it, <laughs> okay? After patienting <laughs> that state for a while, then the reward of having had that patient comes to you. Exactly what are you going to encounter after you've, after you've bared that truth? I 
can't say anything about it. <laughs> what I can say is it is non-conceptual. It is non-dual. It is ma san je me. It is some, not something you can words can describe. It is not something that can be expressed in any way directly. It's not something that the mind in its conventional conceptual way can grasp. So this is why some uh, meditation ma some meditation manuals talking about this, they talk about uh, beyond mind. It's not beyond mind in a sense that there's something else somehow you connect with and then with that you perceive it. It just means the mind that we are used to, it is beyond that. And since that mind is the only thing that we know about mind, so we can say it's beyond mind. So it's beyond that mind. And it is not something, you, you can't really say that that state, that level, is uh, you can't use any term that you're already familiar with to say that's what it is. Uh, Master Sahara, Saraha. That state is a state that is shared by your mind and all phenomena. So your mind and everything else that is not your mind share that nature. Okay? So you can't really make that nature you can't really say that nature is either one of those. You can't say it's phenomena. You can't say it's mind. But mind and phenomena share that nature. Exactly what is it? It is ma san jume. It is something that can only be experienced in your individual experience. You cannot, no one, no word can say, can point it to you and say that's what it is. So, because of that, uh, the meditation of just con always let just continuously letting go, continuously letting go, and in the process of letting go, you are there is some some sort of. Uh, verification taking place. And this verification is what is referred to as analyzing. I know some people don't like that, that term, analyzing. When it comes to meditation, they prefer to not analyze at all. But it's not analyze, analyzing the way, we, the way we are familiar with analyzing. It's more like verification. Okay. It's, you know, it's understanding that, yes, the mind has fooled us before. It's, is the mind fooling us now? Uh, and the way you do the verification is a process of letting go. If what is being experienced, if you can let go of it, then it is something that is temporary. It is something that is uh, not quite the final, not quite the final uh, nature yet. So you don't have to be afraid of that. 
And when you are experiencing, when you keep when you keep letting go, keep letting go, keep letting go, that is whatever appears to you with a level of conviction, oh, this is me, this is the nature of my mind, this is the nature of reality. And then you in you seek verification of that, and you have to let that go. You're not only letting go of an appearance of something, you're also letting go of a conviction. And as soon as you let go of one conviction, the ego, the mind, grabs onto something else. And you have to examine that, verify that, and then let and, and then if it's not the ultimate, you have to let it go also. And this process of letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go is almost as if someone uh, who would have that thought, uh, if I give, what am I going to have? So you grab onto what you have because you want to have the sense of, of having something. So the ego wants to have something to identify with. Unfortunately, uh, the word ego itself is a very bad term to use because we have so many different uh, interpretations of that term itself from Freud, from Freud to, I don't know who else, uh, what's some modern person I can think of, <laughs> whoever, right? And even our own personal understanding because of all these different presentations of ego. Some people think of ego as some... Uh, something that only humans have. But we're talking about ego in the sense of just identity. What do you? What is your deep feeling of what your identity is? Not the superficial one. Superficial ones are easier to get to, 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 uh, to let go of. The deep ones that are at the level of conviction. So, the fence that you're going to build around your mind to protect you from your ego freaking out is compassion. So try to have an actual sense of compassion. Either thinking about your own situation and have compassion for that and extend that to whoever else in a way of sympathy to whoever else has this kind of situation. Let that compassion grow out to them. Let it continue to expand to a way where Compassion goes out to whoever has any kind of uh, situation. Then when, you're, uh, when, when you are in that compassion, experiencing palpable compassion, then you have an intense curiosity about your who, who, about who you are, about you. Then you try to feel in a palpable way your you. And you can do that either by calling your name calling your name, and then looking to what your name is pointing to or feeling what your name is pointing to. And a clue as to what that will be is uh, a unique, discrete something. Something that does not exist anywhere else in the universe except other than where you are. There's nothing else like it anywhere. So some kind of something discrete like that. So it's just a sense. That's what uh, the first Panchalama meant when he said, uh, it's, a, it's a feeling you feel at the, uh, strongly in your heart. And it must be there. 
You cannot do wisdom meditation without that feeling being present. If that feeling is not present, then it's just abstract mind, you know, running around. So once that feeling is present, then you ch and also in connection with that, the mind will present an appearance. And the appearance, when I say appearance, I'm not talking about just visual appearance. It could be intellectual. It could be emotional. Some appearance where the sense of identity is very uh, strongly connected. Almost as if, uh, for example, if you think that I'm happiness, that's, my, that's who I am. So when, when the sense of you comes up, the appearance of happiness is there. Then you have to verify it. This discrete, unique sense of me that is you and nothing else but you. And nothing else is you other than that. You have to apply these things towards this feeling of happiness. Then you have to ask yourself then, and one, one way of verifying it is, and this has to be at a level of conviction. There must be some, some level of conviction with that. Okay? Don't just throw it out like, that. oh, I'm happiness, when there's no conviction with that. There must be a, a, a conviction with it also. And in the, the verification, you say, wait a minute, sometimes I'm not happy. I'm feeling sad. So if what I am, this unique, discrete, Nothing else is me but this, but happiness. How is it that sometimes this feeling of I feels happy? I mean, feels sad. And once you present yourself, yourself with that, then the conviction that your happiness falls, falls away. And at the same time that the conviction of, of the conviction of being happiness falls away, there's a sense of you, you all immediately feel a sense of, then what am I? And you feel the mind sort of running to grab something because I have to be something. Okay? Then you just look at the space where the happiness sort of vanished. And in that same space, another appearance will come. That is, you are, what, what is happening, all the different layers of identity are coming up. And the conviction that you are those comes with them also. And then you verify them, whether or not they are actually the same as this discrete, distinct sense of me that you're feeling in your heart. And every appearance that comes, if it's not that, you remove it. And you look at the space where that appearance uh, uh, vanished. And you keep doing this, keep doing this, keep doing this until you have very little left that will appear and you start to panic. That's good. Okay, that means the meditation is, you're doing a good meditation. You're really removing those false layers of identification. And of course, you will arrive at a place where there's nothing uh, uh, conceptual can come up anymore. 
and then you're really going to start to panic. You're going to really think that meditation is killing you. Okay? If you're at that level, that's even much better. <laughs> now you have to do what Rinpoche asks. You have to patient it. Okay? Don't get carried away with the fear. Don't, don't identify with the fear. Don't say, I am that fear. Just say, there is fear being presented with that. Okay? And just keep relaxing. Keep relaxing and allowing things to come up. Allowing identifi different identification to come up. And then verify them. Don't, don't, even though you're told at the very end you're supposed to come up with something non-conceptual, da-da-da-da, don't force, don't rush to, to there. Don't immediately throw things away you know, when something comes up. Don't, you're, you're not seeking to verify that it is false. You're actually seeking to, to validate what is being presented to you. You give it, you're giving everything that comes up, the, the what's it called, I think? The valid, no, what's it called? The, the benefit of doubt. You're giving everything that comes up the benefit of the doubt. If you don't give it the benefit of doubt, you will miss out on the beautiful, nice, sweet disappointment that comes after. <laughs> you need that sweet disappointment so that no habit of your mind will go grab onto that again. It must disappoint you. If it doesn't disappoint you, then there will be a part of you that will go back to it and grab onto it again as, oh, this is my identity. And you will not know about it. Okay? So, fear, disappointment, all that is good. That means you're doing your meditation properly. If you have no emotional experiences whatsoever when you're doing wisdom meditation, you're not doing wisdom meditation. You're doing some intellectual exercise, remembering things you read in the book. Okay? That's not wisdom meditation. That's reviewing something you read in the book. <laughs> okay? And this is directly connected to that concern that you have from the very beginning of the meditation. You have this concern, something that is a palpable, alive in your life that you're concerned about. Okay? And this meditation you connected to, yes, this is a way of addressing that. Getting to the bottom of this is actually getting to the result that I need, the answer that I need. Okay? So you have an idea about the meditation? So go to a place of stability in the mind where you sense uh, um, you're, you, you are not moved, you're not pushed around in your mind. There's a sense of stillness. And the way you do that is simply try not to do anything. Okay? And when you catch your mind doing something, trying to make stillness happen, you make that mind quiet. And when you have a, a sense of the, of the stillness, then fortify yourself with compassion. And after you fortify yourself with a palpable experience of compassion, then you have that intense curiosity, who am I? And call your name. Or hear someone calling your name and feel what responds to when your name is called. And when that is present in a stream in your mind, then what else appears in, in conjunction with that? 
then verify it. Okay? And when it's not verified, then remove it. Then focus on that space where it is removed. Alright? Keep relaxing. Keep your mind open. Be open to be disappointed. Be open to be scared. Okay. <laughs> to be freaked out. <laughs> and if you feel like screaming, uh, don't. <laughs> okay, make yourselves comfortable. You need to be comfortable. You don't need to. You don't want to be concerned about your your body. Can I have that red, red one under? Yeah. Thanks. Put that under. If you can just just remember the sense of tranquility you experienced earlier. And through recalling it, experience it. You're remembering how the body felt, feel how the body felt. Remembering the the behavior of the breath. Experience the behavior of the breath. In remembering how the mind felt, feel how the mind felt. Okay, so you're, you're hearing the the definite sign that you're about to do something important. There's a new interruption. <laughs> so just take that as a sign. back to the presence of your infallible guide at the crown of your head, the bright presence. And all those qualities that you're aspiring after are present in that presence. That presence is the very embodiment of those qualities, the stillness perfect embracing of compassion and the direct understanding of the true nature.
one last fervent plea request for blessings. bring that right presence into your heart center and allow it to protect you allow it to guide you First let go, allow tranquility to settle. Once within that tranquility, fill that space with compassion. And with the protection of compassion, Find yourself.
just look at the tranquility. Experiencing the tranquility, let your mind, let your heart embrace all beings. Think of those who, because of today, they are forced to be unhappy because they lost someone where they're reminded of not being with someone that they would, they would, they wish they would, would be with someone. And think of those who have someone and who are content and rejoice for them. that all beings could experience that joy that they have. And let the very tranquility that you're experiencing go out to them and bring them that joy. somehow connect this to your ultimate aim and dedicate the power of this meditation to accomplishing it, to realizing it. back to your breath. Be aware of the physical properties of the breath. Be aware of the warmth, the coolness of the breath. 
be aware of the weight of the breath and let that very awareness connect you to the awareness of your body be aware of the crown of your head be aware of your head continue to your shoulders and arms continue until you are aware of the whole body from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet So if I kept a bit longer than than you planned, <laughs> uh, I like to uh, keep my life private. <laughs> But tonight I'm forced to uh, reveal something. Uh, you probably noticed the resemblance. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, you're, look, you're looking in that direction. Yes, that's my <laughs> sister. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's very, very, very special. And she doesn't know it yet. <laughs> she's starting to have an inkling of how special she is. Uh, mm, how are you feeling? Okay. <laughs> you have time? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Since she's here, <laughs> might as well take advantage of her. <laughs> might as well take advantage of you. <laughs> I don't mind. Okay. Alright. <laughs> uh, so instead of seeing me, you can have a session with my sister. If you are wondering what am I, what is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if you wish, uh, you, you need a chair, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe arrange a chair in the in the other room. Okay. Hmm? In the other room. Okay. Hello. Yeah. So you're going to be helping her see how special she is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs>